Hello, Mr. Stephen Catlin. How are you doing? I'm alright, Kyle. Nathan. <laughs> I love it. Kyle Nathan. Kyle Nathan. Fucking brilliant. Nathan Kyle. <laughs> uh, well, that is the order of the night. That is the correct. Oh, order. Nathan Kyle. Nathan Kyle. That's it. Gibbons. Nathan Kyle, Olufunto, Wolf Gibbons. What? <laughs> Nathan Kyle, Olufunto, Wolf Gibbons. I'm not going to try. No, please, no. I was going to. Uh, because obviously I use, like, Kyle Wolf as the stage, as the stage name. I was going to say Kyle yeah. Olufunto, but then, like, 99% of MCs wouldn't be able to say my name and it would just piss me off. I mean, they can't, half of them can't even say Catlin, and that's meant to be. That's meant to be British. When I say Carlin, don't well. I've, yeah, I've had Carlin, um, which is annoying because he's an actual yeah, person. I know. But Stephen Carlin, I'm not that successful. <laughs> uh, um, Have you and been he's on a the very, He's a very different act as well. Um, he's he's much more conventional. Like he's good, and he's recommended like by Stuart Lee as one of the best comics. Mm. So, it, and I've been on the same bill. And, Actually, I was on the same bill for him in AC Mess in Alternative Comedy Morris last year. And when someone tweeting about Stephen Catlin, he thought he was going insane. Because <laughs> uh, obviously he, they were talking about what I was doing. And he's thinking, that's not my name. That's <laughs> definitely not what I was doing. Am I getting old? <laughs> um, and the thing is, I've done a fair few gigs for his um, partner uh, as well. So, And she's put both me and him on the same bill and so he's seen my name and you're like why have you put me on twice <laughs> <laughs> so what like you say um conventional stand-up i would love to know what you class what you do as because it's got elements of traditional stand-up in it mm. but it's not quite as we've had this conversation before mm. it's yeah. not quite clowning um I mean, I would say it is clowning, it's just, it's not as clowning as some of the other clowning, but I feel like to contextualise <laughs> to your listeners <laughs> what clowning is, so I would say clowning sort of the surreal, absurdist, slapsticky type stuff mm. that you might see, like uh, if you ever watch, um, there's a good show by my friend Luke Rollison, who has a show in his company called Bright Boy Production, and he does a sh- one, he has several shows, but one of the ones they do all three as a get together is called Privates, a Sperm Odyssey. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> which is basically they've sort of parodied a mix. It's sort of meant to be sex education and the, the sperm. Mm-hmm. They're also the scientists explaining sperm, so they switch between Wonderful. real life and the sperm. And they're basically <laughs> sort of replicating uh, Saving Private Ryan and other war, war films. With sperm, and there's um, they use a lot of so throughout the show, they're pretty much dressed in like white leotards with swimming caps, and Fantastic. they're all playing the di- all the many different sperm doing sort of <laughs> traditional sort of war film kind of characters. So, you've got the shy boy, um, the overconfident, the sort of charismatic one, mm. and there's a brilliant one where um, the sperm obviously much further into the uterus, and um, <laughs> the really sort of quiet one sort of like it's just so upsetting to watch because you've got him go you've got Luke going and they just reveal he's um and they use a they use um washing baskets sort of like to be the condoms and, um, and they actually act and act the condoms like they 
do an act of a old condom, sort of like <laughs> you sounds really jaded and disappointed in the flashback when you used to sound exciting like a happy <laughs> surfer. Um, and it's uh, that point essentially have what I would describe as sort of what would be the Viet Cong attack in a war film. <laughs> so they're getting ambushed by these antibodies, and it's sort of you. The sort of best bit is um, so they obviously have it acting like booby trap sort of thing, and it's going on arms. You do an alien one reference with uh, the wash basket going like. But, uh, this is an audio thing, so let me describe what I'm doing. He was just pushing his. He's pushing the wash basket out to sort of replicate like an antibody has gone through him. Um, and there's one bit where one, uh, it's Tom, the the big, the tallest one of them. So it's Luke, Tom, and Chris, and you've got, I think it's either Chris or Tom, and he's got like five wash baskets on him, <laughs> one on his head, and, four, and covering his arms and legs, and he's just doing, walking around like he's on fire. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's sort of the kind of thing I do, so I sort of do surrealist. Mm. I take Python, at, if, you, if it's, you've seen... Imagine Python, but it's one man up yeah. by himself. Yeah. Sometimes talking about real things. A lot of the time doing an exorcism <laughs> or being a dog bishop. Because, um, yeah, this is, it's, I would say it's definitely clowning. The debate comes whether it's character. Okay. Uh, which I listened to when David was in here. He said, oh, I mentioned about. Yeah, I'm like, okay, and it's sort of like, it's not a character act, it is me. Yeah. Like, it's a persona of me, it's just... Would uh, you say it's the version of you that isn't allowed to be out in mainstream society? I mean, it's still out there. Yeah, I know, but it, like... It causes me a lot of problems at work. <laughs> um, or has. Um, it's essentially, yeah, it's the more... The Jekyll and Hyde... Mm dichotomy or uh, Hulk and Bruce Banner kind of yeah. thing. Uh, I generally, uh, when I was working in one of my jobs, because uh, I'm not good at interviews and because I'm honest, uh, and That's not the in the way thing. that people want to like, <laughs> what, what don't you like about your job? Yes. <laughs> you like anything? No. <laughs> um, that's um, that's all to say. You can't really comfortably lie. Um, um, but someone said, I, like, you're a persona on stage, and I'm like, if anything, I'm more me on stage than I am in reality. It's just uh, that you're allowed to be yourself mm, on stage. Mm, Whereas in reality, you've got to push it down as much as possible. Yeah, like, there's an irony that I wear so many masks on stage when it's actually the time I'm actually able to take off the masks that you have to wear in society. That's such a brilliant and beautiful and be brilliant and mm. beautiful answer. And um, what was su particularly surprising is, because um, I talked with Phil Green about, about this, and... Obviously, it's like people have seen the solo show that I do, and they said like this. A surprisingly, a lot of sort of for you conventional, more conventional, <laughs> conventional stand or actual written jokes, not just <laughs> you dancing in a shark mask. But the thing is, like that is still a written joke, though, is it not? Yeah, I mean, it's written, but it's not. 
a physically yeah. written down, or it's not a word structure. It's sort of a physical yeah. thing. It's not. It's so. It's because I. Uh, it's so difficult to sort of time it because uh, it's like in a more traditional style, you have like this is the paragraphs. This is how long it's going to be with me. It's like how long is this dance or <laughs> this fight going to last? Um, and what level are you going to have the music? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like. So yeah, the music thing I only started doing using in um, I think it was at basically near the sort of September of 2018 where I thought I was trying to reinvent in my sets and I like the imagery of um, these uh, Jewel of Fate from Star Wars. Uh, for, like I thought I need something to create the energy of yeah. a fight, and it's sort of the because <laughs> you know when Darth the door yeah. opens and Darth Maul yeah. lightsaber is like. <laughs> the only good thing in uh, Phantom, Menace. Yeah. Phantom Menace is that fight. Um, well, you, didn't like, you didn't like the pod races? No, this is pod racing. <laughs> um, I mean, I probably liked it as a child, but yeah. then it gets ruined by the real fans um, yeah. saying, like, it's shit, and then you're like, they're right. Uh, <laughs> um, I think if you. Uh, Star Wars Fantasies, because like, I'm not going to defend the last film, because that's... I'm not seeing it yet. It's not defendable. Okay. It's like, it was, um, they kind of wrote themselves into a hole in second one, like, I liked it. What, the, uh, was, uh, the last, the last Jedi. Jedi? I like that. It like... was alright, I mean, I know why a lot of people didn't like it, mm. and it was something that... I think they kind of spoiled it. Uh, like, I didn't like the casino scene. Like, that bit was just, why is that there? Just spill off. That's what it was. Just yeah. Spiller. Yeah. Um, um, but I think they went too much in the opposite direction from the critique of the first one. So they said, um, Force Awakens, oh, that's too much like New Hope. And it was. Okay. <laughs> And then they went in the opposite direction, sort of did everything that if fans predicted something, they're like, nope. Mm -hmm. And then they again backtracked again that. So, raised parents and no one uh, for actually. <laughs> well. um, or who snow? He's not important. Well, actually. Um, well, I think they did what they had to do with, mm. the, with the Force Awakens because they mm. couldn't do. A, new, a brand new Star Wars movie without making it a sort of a remember this a kind of a not as a, I don't want to make it like the, like the member just member member, berries. memories or like even oh the, I'm thinking the member berries member South, South Park, Park. I was member thinking, member South Park member member Star Wars member uh, member I'm like the good fellow I love the fact that uh, this is going off a tangent but I love in that I love in their um, their B-plot storyline that they've got like an underground, an underground Godfather-esque kind of nightclub. Who, the member members? The memories, yeah. Oh, right. I haven't seen that, I'm sorry. Just, Have you not? No, I, I, I'm surprisingly behind the South Park. I only got into it uni because of uh, Stick of Truth. Okay. Because uh, I watched it like, this is basically what I do. <laughs> but in the video. Um, yeah, so, like with... With Star Wars, they could. I was thinking more like the 
Friedberg and Seltzer spoof mm. movies, like mm. date movie or whatever, where they literally yeah. just go, instead of doing jokes, they do, remember this guy? Remember this? Remember him? Remember him? Remember the Bridget Jones? Do you remember? It wasn't... Mm. I... I think I prefer risk taking yeah. to have them gone their own way. Um, obviously, it's Disney, so they're not, as they're proving at the moment with all the bad remakes, remakes bad remakes. Let's be clear that he was that. The bad ones, yeah. But they're not good. I've not seen. Wait, have you seen all? Have you seen Aladdin? Uh, I refuse because. Um, Robin Williams. Yeah. Okay. Um. Which is not fair on Will Smith, because I like Will Smith. Yeah. It's just, um, I know they won't be able to do justice to the parade song, which is one of my favorite bits. And if I'm ever referencing a Aladdin bit, it's the... Um, Prince the Genie fabulous. It's, yes, that, but it's, <laughs> it's the genie going through the crowd, like, yeah. he, he faced the galloping horse. It's like a hundred that galloped with swords. He sent those goons to their horses, Prince Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, and fabulous, John, I love the feathers. <laughs> when it comes to it, uh, owning exotic mammals. Oh, he has met Sue, I'm telling you. <laughs> um... Brilliant part of that is um, actually I watched the clip of Robin Williams. Uh, imp- he improvised the um, the bizarre sailman. Yeah. The, so uh, so when he did the hooker and curly fry maker. Yeah. And he's going, it will not break. It will not break. <laughs> it broke. The actual prop he was using <laughs> actually broke. Um, and actually, these sort of sort of similar, a sort of the equivalent to sort of like what I like doing of. It's very hard to say what I do uh, to people who haven't seen me. Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of people like, oh, you're, you're a bit like Tony Law, or you're like John Kearns. Uh, I've seen Tony Law, and I'm like, am Ow. I? <laughs> uh, and I've, I haven't seen John Kearns, but I need to, because... Um, people have said you like him. <laughs> Alison Thea Scott, uh, when I did Soho, said you like a young John Kearns. Shout out to Alison. <laughs> She's very funny and brilliant lady like, she is i knew it was a she was probably a good influence for me like i am going on this course uh because this is very sort of i watched uh the bon jovi uh no alison thea scott through the heart uh and i like as soon as she's doing bon jovi dick the hands <laughs> i'm like yep yeah, yeah that, that that that's it. that's my teacher and she's because I did, I think mm. I did the same course that mm. you did. And mm. um, what I like about her is that, like, even though she is a bit more surreal, a little bit more surrealist, mm. she is mm. very accepting of all types of all oh, yeah. types of comedy. Mm. And um, she's very knowledgeable about how to mm. create your onstage persona. Mm. And I think that's definitely an important thing a comedian needs to make it. Yeah, not just create the stage persona, but I think create a authentic and unique one, hmm. um, but that one probably takes time. Years. How do you, like, how long do you, do you think you found your voice yet? Uh, I was fortunate in that they, um, within sort of my first two gigs at uni, because it was a different time where we had to write sort of new material at the time and we had to work before we let you on stage. Uh, so you were good enough that you, the audience would actually like so you could never, we made sure no one ever died, okay. basically. 
uh, which is definitely a valuable way to experiment and learn. Um, and probably what we, yeah, I've heard quite an unconventional uh, sort of way in standard because most people start on the circuit and then mm. work up that way. While I started at uni, I did uh, uni gigs where you had to workshop them and they didn't let you on until that unless you were proven in the workshops, like we can trust you. And were these like mixed bills or is this? Um, so they would have been members of the Lancaster University Comedy Institute. Um, believe it or not, we used to be called Lucifer. Uh, <laughs> so that was, we had, we used to have four amateurs, but then we realized, actually that's a bit arrogant. So we just took off the FA. <laughs> now we just lease, because we didn't want to be comedy site, because then we'd be comedy <laughs> and no one wants to be comms. No one wants to be a comms. No. no. Um, uh, like, because I've uh, also done stuff with uh, the Sheffield one, which is, they call themselves Sheffield Review, and they're pretty yeah. decent people as well. And you get the Cambridge Footlights and uh, Sheffield Helen, their improv groups called the Shrimps. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember what the York improv team is called. Um, I've done stuff, and I'm, I'm friends with Harry Woodson. Um, a lot of oh, was he part? Was he part of it? Yeah, he went to York. He was part of it. He, uh, Mary, uh, Mary was as well. Um, and maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's a fair few. Of, uh, Cap- Caitlin Powell was part of okay. York as well. Um, um, and so her um, her boyfriend, a colleague, he was part of my lot, so he's Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you often see it. Uh, and, you know, it's annoying not seeing him much in stuff, because he is in London, but he's obviously he's had his own things that he's had to do and not necessarily had the time for his content. He's a really good comic. Yeah. I would recommend checking him out. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, now it's fortunate with how it was mixed build, so we have different, there would be student acts. Unfortunately, we always had the difficulty, uh, which was even acknowledged when uh, our alumni came of, we will. There was just too many white guys in the field. <laughs> um, like my year was the first time we started getting, it was like the first time we had three different female stand-ups. Really? Yeah. Uh, four. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was an annoying thing. One of the moment we did prompts, uh, and she was brilliant. Um, uh, they basically they tend to go to sketching rather than stand up. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, it's sort of not not great for diversity. We try and promote it, but you can't force it. Like you can't say no. we need we need women. Yeah, you can't. It's one of those things where it needs to it does it needs to be sort of promoted, but it needs to happen naturally. If that yeah. Makes sense. You yeah. can't just have a diversity hire. Yeah. Um, but you still need to have a diverse hiring. Yeah. Which is a real conundrum for yeah. a lot of employers and also promoters. For mm. I mean, yeah. No, I think that's quite important. Um, Good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, uh, but it's sort of like a. I think it sort of should be a given, uh, but it's unfortunate that we exist in a society where we have to state things like Black Lives Matter, uh, like 
which it shouldn't be a question, but, <laughs> but we're still we're still in a point of racism. Yeah, like we still have anti-Semitism. We still have sexism. Still, like it's twenty fucking twenty, 20. and we still have it. Like we're better, but we're just not there. Yeah, no, we're not, and I think. We are sort of getting to a point where we're getting there, but it's still very... It's, it's still quite a fight, and you get um, people um, saying, like, oh, they're repeating all free speech, um, but, like, because you probably think of racist. Yeah. Um, or, oh, this is... Because I it is a bit... We, I, think we, I think we both... Have said we've, we've said things off the record, off recording, hmm. but we can't say anything on the recording because of you know libel laws and stuff. Yeah, we can't name names. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't going to name names. Yeah. It's like, oh yes, that's convenient. I brought this massive <laughs> list. Guys, you made it through part one, so why don't you click up and go to part two for the rest of this conversation? See you there.